Hello, Internet, and welcome to another episode of Geek Anthology. I am the festive Neil Cordray, joined today by... The jolly one true Ben. Mary Mike. And... Plain Wookiee. <laughs> he's, he's just Wookiee. Come on. <laughs> Always just Wookiee. And we tried putting icing up there, it didn't stick. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I went, and People kept licking me. Obviously, it is, it, it is uh, December, and it is therefore the holiday season! <laughs> I, uh, I thank you this Kermit. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you Kermit arms. You, you, yeah, I did in fact on. did. I did in fact do Kermit arms. There. Um, and and I do want to wish just everyone, uh, everyone that who listens to this, a very happy holiday season. Um, and, and I'm not trying to be like anti-Christmas. Believe me, I'm celebrating Christmas this year. But I like I like I actually really like Happy Holidays because it is more inclusive of. Other uh, of other religions and and or points of view. I mean, I actually ran off a list. I'm a fan of just saying both and yeah. not making it be a hard decision. Happy, yeah. Yeah. happy holiday, <laughs> Merry Christmas, and Happy Holidays works too. Yeah, yeah it's, it's context specific. Happy Christmas, Kwano Yanzuka. Yeah, I always liked Christmahana Kwanzaa, but it doesn't include Yule, so. I feel like that's something Mary Poppins would come up with. Yeah, Christmas, Christmas, Hanukkah, and But I did, but but I did want to just sort of be in the sequel. Yeah, yeah. I I ran off just a list of various holidays that happen in December, and this is not even including like uh, some holidays that have that you know are based off of lunar year that could happen in December. um, Except apparently for Hanukkah is included here, even though it's also based off of. Uh, lunar, whatever. Uh, but so, days that that, that we have, uh, at least according to Wikipedia, mind you, that's the asterisk here. Um, <laughs> really did your research. I applaud that. On <laughs> <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia is actually a very well is is typically a very well sourced. It's uh, pretty reliable when it's not yeah. a controversial mm-hmm. subject. Right. So yeah. yeah. So like the dates of of holidays. Um, so you've got. Uh, Bodhi Day, uh, which is apparently a day of enlightenment, celebrating the day that historical Buddha experienced enlightenment, also known as uh, Bodhi. Um, got Christmas and all of its various incarnations, including my favorite, which is, of course, Krampus Knocked. I'm sorry, I have to interrupt real quick and say, if a Christmas tree falls in the forest, does it make a sound? Yes, it, go- it goes. <laughs> it oh, jingles. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, oh no, no. <laughs> although I'm also very much a fan of Boxing Day, which is the day after Christmas. Was well, um, the one you said was your favorite, Krampus Knocked? Krampus Knocked is, yeah. is one of my favorite, <laughs> least looked at ones. Good movie. Um, <laughs> when yeah, Santa's evil yeah. twin brother um, shows up. That's yeah. weird because Santa already has mm-hmm. a beard. He already has a facial hair. What would the evil twin, what would that facial hair situation look like? Traditionally, Krampus has like has horns. horns. Yeah. A kind of go like. Well, I just meant the old trope tro- about evil yeah. twins having evil facial twin. hair. He has, a, he has the black beard. Santa has a yeah. wig. I guess it would just be a. Mirror like, universe black, Santa yeah, has a goatee. Like a coal <laughs> yeah. like colored beard. It's, well, no, it's a goatee. But out around the sides, like it's very nice, neatly, neatly trimmed. Oh yeah, that's neatly trimmed goatee, right? And yeah. then manages to also be this big, long, bushy thing. Just there's this a hole for the. Uh, <laughs> uh, you got you know Hanukkah uh, for Hinduism. You have uh, Pancha Ganpati, um, which I'm also probably mispronouncing for paganism. You've got Yule, and then of course you've got the fun uh, ones like um, my favorite fictional holiday, which is Hogs Watch. Um, which admittedly is mostly Christmas, but with death. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and yeah, you've got a lot. Um, of so course, what, what holiday? It would not be holiday without 
you know, mentioning Festivus. Indeed, Festivus. I'm surprised that the festival. fictional ones didn't list Life Day. Um, well, we'll, yeah, we'll get, we're, getting, we're getting to that next week. Yeah. But still, Teaser. I'm surprised Teaser. it's not there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think most people just tried to purge that from their memory. Yeah, from their collective <laughs> I won't allow it. <laughs> i got to represent my people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hurts my brain. <laughs> represent. Yeah. So we, uh, so... Kashyyyk represents. <laughs> we thought today, um, we would talk about some of our favorite winter holiday uh, traditions, things that that we do, especially in media, but also just some general things that tend to, to happen in our families, um, if we have any. Um, not if we have families, but if we have traditions. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Batman. I was going to say, how'd we get here? <laughs> Poor, <laughs> Poor Batman. Indeed. I was adopted, thank you very much. <laughs> but you still have still family. family. Yeah. Not in any case. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, this is true. Adopt this so, family. There you go. Tie and, it together. And, and, here, and so here, here's a scary thought. I'm not drinking alcohol tonight. What are you drinking tonight, Neil? I am drinking <laughs> tea. And it's not spiked. Yeah, no, what's in the tea? Oh, a little honey. Oh, <laughs> a little honey, yeah. In, in this particular case, <laughs> yes, a little bit of honey. Just tea and a little bit of honey. <laughs> no, that's not code for something. Drinking it out of my uh, little D20 tea mug. Um, I'm just thinking of the of the ancient one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit of honey. I'm just visualizing someone dropping the mug, having it shatter, and have the one be on the top. That would be <laughs> a very surreal one. Even showing on that. There is a one on here. Either that or it's on the lid. There is a lid to the. Now there's the one here. The twenty is on the lid. Keep an eye on that lest it develops. A so it's actually balanced. Yeah. <laughs> it is. You can actually orient it so that it's a balanced D20. Awesome. <laughs> Except, of course, you know, for the handle and the bottom, right. which has no numbers on it. I just mean number-wise balance. Yes. Yes. <laughs> In any case, um, so, yeah. Um, That's our geekiness. <laughs> and this was actually a Christmas present, too, so it, there you uh, go. it ties together nicely. It's a red and white mug, too. <laughs> so, um, I thought we, we would start out with our favorite Christmas movies. Um, so, I'll open the floor. My favorite Christmas, well... I have my favorite good Christmas movie and my favorite bad Christmas movie. My favorite good Christmas movie is Die Hard. <laughs> and yes, it's a Christmas movie. Dropping opinions. Look out. It's a Christmas movie. <laughs> I agree. It happens during Christmas. Well, and, and here's my... The whole conceit is at a Christmas party. Right, that's why I feel that it qualifies, because a lot of the plot elements are actually related to the fact that Christmas is happening. I have Otherwise, seen them I would now, agree. ho, ho, ho. Yeah. Yeah. It <laughs> is the adult Home Alone movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, much. yeah, with Kevin with no time repair to prepare. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, but but Kevin not in his house. A fair bit more badass, too. So. Yeah. Right? Indeed. <sighs> I love Die Hard. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and, and I love how the, how at least um, with Die Hard Two, they managed to make pretty much the exact same movie, mm-hmm. just yeah, in an in airport. airport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just it doesn't have the same magic for me. No, no, no. I see, it was yeah. It just I don't know. There's something about it just an off. Yeah. And I'll, although I will say this also, it had uh, Die Hard Two does have one of my favorite uh, TV edits. Um, <laughs> Here we go. Yippee ki Mr. Falcon. That's a pretty big non-sequitur yeah, it, right it, there. It's very non-sequitur. It's almost as good as, uh, I'm tired of these monkey-fighting fl- snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. 
<laughs> and this is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. Wow. Falcon punch. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So what's your favorite or your... My yeah. favorite bad Christmas movie is Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, but specifically I really love the MST3K riff of it. <laughs> I will watch that every year. In fact, I'll probably watch that tonight, now that I'm thinking about it. Because um, I don't actually have a DVD of Die Hard. Hint, hint, Mom and Dad, you're listening to this. <laughs> Although I prefer a Blu-ray. I'm going to get a Blu-ray player soon. <laughs> so my favorite... Um, one of my favorite good to me good movies uh, for holidays is Scrooged. Um, I concur. I wasn't even gonna. I thought we. I thought we were gonna get our own section for uh, for Christmas Carol uh, knockoffs. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a bit. yeah, but Scrooge. Well, Scrooge. Bill Murray getting to getting to run an entire movie on his own. That's very meta, by the way. Bill Murray running the whole, like, running the set within a movie. Right, exactly. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, of course, I, I, I love the uh, I love the TV shows that are advertised within the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and the and the advertisements, you know. Um, <laughs> I only saw that <laughs> majors once, with and that. I don't remember it. Bobcat, Bobcat Goldweight is the crazed gunman. It's just amazing. Right. I haven't actually ever seen Scrooged. Oh, man. There are a lot That's of quote, classic Christmas movies that I have just never seen. <laughs> right. um, like, I've also never seen Home Alone, which is apparently supposed to be a classic Christmas movie. Yeah. Well, the thing about Scrooged is, like, you know, it doesn't have to, like, you don't have to be a fan of Christmas movies to enjoy. Like, do you like Bill Murray? Congratulations. Here's a really good Bill Murray movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that yeah. you probably haven't seen or seen much. Right. You know, my favorite Bill Murray movie, just to get completely off track again here, uh, is definitely The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Such a good movie. Never even heard of that. You should see it sometime. You would probably like it. It's weird, but it's good. Bill Murray plays essentially Jacques Cousteau. Hmm. (laughs) The Life Aquatic. Okay, I haven't heard of that yet. Um, But, uh, of course, see, when I grew up, uh, for me, Christmas was all about the the um, the the Rudolph specials and the yeah. Baby New Year specials, you know, oh. I'm Mr. Heat Miser, <laughs> you know, um, all of those, and then the Charlie Brown specials. Oh yes, I, I like the Charlie Brown specials. I can't stand Rankin Beth. Yeah, but that was you know what I had, and here's the thing: this is one that we don't that has been supplanted by uh, Christmas Story. And that was because before a Christmas story became the, you know, go-to. Yeah. It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Yeah. That was the the. I love it. Well, and that's still like I mean all over the place. Like so yeah. many TV channels that just play that. But but TNT constantly. just kind of supplanted it with their you know all all day Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, you know, Twenty four hours story. of a Christmas story. Yeah, exactly. And I gotta say, I used to like a good Christmas story. And then they played it for 24 hours a day. Yeah. There was it's no pretty simple. You it. just change the channel or turn off the TV. Right? You can't do that when you're when uh, you're someone, someone else, else has, the tel- has the remote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Of course, and again, we you know we grew up in I grew up in a time too when you had three channels. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. where you were the remote, your parents were like, hey, change yeah, the channel. Change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. why that was why remote parents had kids, right? Right. Well, and, that, and when TV Guide was much thinner, <laughs> you know, and there were more articles, you know. and it was written on slateboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, written more chiseled. Yeah, chiseled on slateboard. Yeah, anachronisms. Um, <laughs> Or you get your TV guy, you know, you went to the newspaper to get your TV channel listings. Yeah, yep. no, I, well, I remember that. I mean, that wasn't yeah. that long ago. Some newspapers actually still have that for locals. Like yeah. Uh, yeah, the Jefferson City News Tribune still has the local TV listings. Well, and that was and all basic the access TV cable. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny how that, uh, that that's such an ancient concept to me now. Hell, even newspapers seem kind of ancient to <laughs> right? me. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. I still enjoy a physical paper. But, yeah, uh, right. You know, I don't, I don't subscribe or anything. So yeah, we would you know, and you go you would go find the you know the TV listings and they have inked in what we were going to watch at what time. Mm-hmm. Right. And then of course it turns out that. Uh, that the schedule has changed, and now it's not what was... In the time-honored yeah. tradition of disagreeing with the stars given for the movie, that's bullcrap. <laughs> that's at least three stars. That doesn't deserve two stars. What are they thinking? Right. So now we do that with Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Although, for the most part, I tend to agree with their tomato meter. Yeah. There are some exceptions, but... I need to clean this table. Sorry. I'm very distracted. Uh, so who else for Christmas movies? I don't really have a favorite. I just there was ones that we usually just watched every Christmas, like uh, the Rudolph and uh, the other claymation movies, Rudolph, uh, Frosty, which was regular animation. Mm-hmm. The New Year ones. The New Year ones, uh, and then after it came out, we would watch Home Alone. Uh, I never really cared for Home Alone two, but we would watch Home Alone, and then the. Claymation was my parents would never buy them. They just recorded it off TV, and then that was our copy. They were horrible. Well, that was act- that was super early piracy, and was actually why people were terrified. Why the recording industry was terrified of home video release. <laughs> Oddly enough, or like VCRs that had a record function. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid watching the original trilogy of Star Wars and fast forwarding through the old commercials. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, good times. Good stuff. Yeah, now that's TiVo. Uh, Never really had a favorite Christmas movie uh, or tradition either. Yeah, I have a favorite Christmas memory is one Christmas Eve that my me and my sisters couldn't sleep, Um, and which was unusual because we always were able to sleep on Christmas Eve. But that one night we just couldn't, so I printed out forty pages worth of your mama jokes and we just sat in the living room reading them all night <laughs> keeping my parents awake because we were laughing too hard. <laughs> well played. Well played. Well I pretty much uh, I'm I'm in your um, your perspective on it where I, I had a few movies that I really liked but I didn't really have a favorite that I watched a lot or anything. Um, I uh, I do love Scrooged and uh, and it's wonderful life. Um, although I didn't I don't watch it like Clockwork or anything, it's just one I yeah. appreciate. The only thing uh, I actually watch like Clockwork is Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. <laughs> and at some point, I will be screening it here at my house, and I will invite people. Uh, I, I I like a Christmas story as well, and thankfully I've uh, avoided any marathon um, situations where it's not my TV. Uh, let's see, I I like the original Santa Claus with Tim Allen, although uh, this school ran it into the ground by playing it a million times just like they did with the same yeah. one so it kind of ruined it for me <laughs> um, yeah, kind of 
Let's see. Obviously, Die Hard. I mean, that's got to be number one with a bullet, so to speak. Um, <laughs> there were with a lot of bullets. Yes. Ho, ho, ho. Number one with Bruce machine gun Willis bullets. When he that. He huh? lost, Bruce Willis lost a good chunk of his hearing from when he was under the table firing. Oh, yeah. Oh, that gave him hearing. Uh, he lost like issues. 75% of the hearing in one of his ears. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. You <laughs> should have had him wear ear protection and then yeah. edited it out. That would be the smart move. I don't remember why they didn't. I think it was an improvised thing at the time. Well, you think they just have those little plugs that go in your ears and you wouldn't even yeah. see it. Yeah. yeah. Those little things that goes way down in your ear canal and no one can see anyway. And you have to remove the tweezers. But I just meant the little, like, gummy ones that suppose ones you can wear at the range, but, you know. I've, yeah, I've got those. I've got some right over there. Actually. Which, oddly enough, are somewhat bullet-shaped. Or more like gumdrop-shaped, really, which goes back to the whole holiday thing. Right. Oh, speaking of which, this this opens up another fun um, line of thought. Favorite holiday candies and snacks? I have always liked eggnog. Yeah. Both store-bought and... Uh, <laughs> I feel it's only... It's either love or hate. I never I never ask one, hey, how do you feel about eggnog? And they go, eh. I've all, either I've, love it or they hate I've it. I've liked eggnog in, in I, I, I used to really like store-bought eggnog. Now I'm spoiled because I have... It's because we left you out in the refrigerator too long. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm spoiled because I have made my own eggnog before. And the difference between store-bought and homemade eggnog is night and day. I only drink artisanal eggnog. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and, and you are going to try homemade eggnog next week. I will try it. Because I'm making homemade. <laughs> See, for D- me... Did the cows have enough space? Did they eat enough grass? <laughs> yes. See, for me, it was always stuffing. I loved stuffing. I love stuffing, too. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> it's my favorite Thanksgiving Yeah, it's like, food it's like I, I look forward to that of all things all year yep. um, but as far as Christmas candy oh man I like the little uh, the little Santas with like caramel and like peanut just any kind of like candy Santa with uh, delicious <laughs> insides you know caramel and marshmallow and all that stuff yeah see one of my favorite things to get in my stocking my parents loved you know loved that I was cheap this way was <laughs> uh, was planters peanuts and apple juice um, and I used to get, and one Christmas, everybody, you know, at the same time, my, my parents got me a big jar, and then uh, my grandparents thought they would get on this. Yeah. So I had like 20 pounds of, 20 pounds of peanuts. <laughs> and I was like going, my God, I, you know, and uh, so my mom. You and know, that's on that kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Believe me, that will, that will pack you up hard. <laughs> yeah. So I had this great big bowl of that I just poured all of them into <laughs> you know Tupperware bowl back you know when when mom sold Tupperware a lot yeah. and uh, they put the lid on you know uh, I had had a great great big bowl of Tupperware bowl of peanuts that for about a month and a half I would uh, my mom would constantly come in and find me in my in my room with a book uh, a, you know, a, a glass of apple cider and a, the bowl of peanuts <laughs> you know, in my beanbag chair. Yeah. Uh, it was the best Christmas ever. Because <laughs> that was also when I got my copy of, my own copy of The Hobbit. Ah, uh, nice. And, um, 
and some of the Star Wars books. By the way, uh, Hobbit, um, great example of like festive cheer with all the feasts and the dancing and the singing. Yeah. Like, if you want a good holiday vibe, that's actually an oddly yeah. f- uh, appropriate book. And and the movies were actually really good coming out around this time. Or, yeah, you know, yeah, around Chris, this time every yeah, year. Yeah, um, because yeah. at least the first one, especially very. You know the the feast the, the the unexpected feast was great. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, for so uh, I always hated stockings. As my parents were jerks about it. And I don't care if they were listening. <laughs> my stockings every year, top to bottom, there would be some kind of toy, and then a little bit of candy, some some nuts, mostly nuts that I didn't like that my dad did, <laughs> and then most of the entire foot. Of the an orange socks, an orange, <laughs> and I, my my parents know I fruit? hate oranges. Fruit, I, if oranges it, apple, are if it were an apple or yeah. a pomegranate, I would have been fine. But yeah. it's always a freaking orange. It was a filler. oranges are traditional. I don't know why they're traditional. It had nothing to do with that. It was a filler. Is all they use yeah. it for. Now the chocolate orange things that you Actually, slam on the table. Those, those are great. Uh, those those are fine. Yeah. yeah. My my family usually get got one of each. Yeah, uh, but the thing that I always look forward to in my stockings, and now that I'm an adult, I can buy whenever I want, which kind of ruins the, the fun. Well, see, the trick is to just do some <laughs> sort of like secret Santa exchange type situation where you have the fun of picking things out for other people and mm-hmm. vice versa, so you actually get surprised. Well, no, no, I, I'm talking about the, the the snack that I always looked forward to in my yeah, stocking yeah. every Summer year. Sausage. Wouldn't yeah. for me? For me, <laughs> it was always a tin of smoked oysters. Mm. Mm. Those are delicious. I love smoked oysters. See, for um, me, uh, it was uh, it's cre- uh, the uh, creme de menthe uh, mints, mm-hmm. um, you know, chocolate and mints, um, Hershey's Kisses. Uh, there was usually an orange which got thrown into the fruit bowl. Um, and never ever eat it. After I told my ex about how my stockings usually were, after we got together, she replaced the orange with one of the small summer sausages. Oh, there you go. That's thoughtful. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what. Uh, and then one of my favorites was a uh, was one of those uh, sausage and cheese, uh, you know, uh, gift yeah, yeah, gift, yeah. Box. yeah. Those are always yeah. yeah, like you know, that's always a good thing. Right. Buy man meat and he'll be happy. Yep. <laughs> I um I actually What if he's a vegetarian? Uh, then he won't be happy. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a man. <laughs> oh snap. Oh shots fired. Oh, Just kidding. Views views about views made by by uh, various <laughs> members of the panel. Yeah. Views, <laughs> views made by various members of, of the panel of working theory predictions do not necessarily uh, equate to the to the agreed upon opinion of see, you just have to be tolerant of the Wookiee honor system and that's their view yeah. <laughs> if you don't eat meat you're not a real person yeah. <laughs> so uh, I actually had opposite I had I always had really good stockings uh, yeah. growing up and um, actually um, one of the Christmas traditions I had um, well actually it still persists to this day it's just for the hell of it just because it's a weird funny novelty is um, my parents will put an issue of Mad Magazine in <laughs> my stocking and my brother's stocking. And it's the only time we ever actually read that crap, you know. Um, <laughs> now, you know, back in the day, it was, it was you know, fun. But, you know, yeah. at a certain point, you outgrow it. Mm-hmm. A lot of the contents in it, of course. You never outgrow Spy versus Spy at Fairy Lips. Oh, oh no. Spy versus Spy is an American treasure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will never... Oh, and quick segue, the Nintendo game, the original Nintendo game, fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fun. 
Great yeah. game. Anyway, I would watch an animated movie. Oh, I would Spy love that. Spy. They used no to make. They, they, they should do the shorts. They actually did used to do shorts. Well, yeah. I know they did shorts on Mad TV. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, was about the only thing that was, was worth it. watching on Mad TV. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. So, yeah, I had great stockings. Uh, you know, as far as that is, you know, fishnet. But <laughs> uh, I was waiting for somebody. That's to a make whole other show. Uh, right. But my, my, mm-hmm. my parents did. You know, always did a, a great job with stockings. Mm-hmm. You know, especially once they figured out what I liked. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what else I actually always look forward to um, in my Christmas gifting, which a lot of people think of as a... Everyone Everyone seems to get this. Yeah. But I, I actually look forward to it. Every year, I get socks and underwear. <laughs> That's shopping you don't have to do. Exactly! <laughs> the gift of not having the banality of going out and buying socks and underwear. Right. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and the, the, the funny thing is, is now Christmas is really hard on my family. Mm. Because, you know, first of all, half of them are not as big a geeks as I am. Mm-hmm. So they're like, <laughs> you know, what do we get him? I don't know. He, he likes the video games. What video? You know, it's like I can imagine that. So I have to start giving them themes. Does he? D- does yeah. he like the Nancy Drew games for ten dollars at Walmart? <laughs> right. Barbie's Horse Adventures. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so that game was fun. Actually, kind of was. Theme this year is Fallout. You know, or my grandmother gave up on trying to buy stuff for me because I would make a list for her and she would never actually take it with her to the store. So she would try to remember the stuff I'd write down. It was like when I was a little kid and the Ninja Turtles sewer layer came out. Oh, nice. She kept trying to ask for it at Walmart or Toys R Us and she would say, like, I need the turtle sewer. And they would not have any clue what she's talking about. So she eventually got fed up with not knowing and looking like an idiot so she just started sending me money <laughs> right well that was actually my grandfather always just handed just gave gave out money um which was actually really nice because about the only time i ever i got money when i was a kid <laughs> right I, I could get the odd um, small amount of cash from my folks for doing something around the house but i didn't have an allowance or anything along those lines but my grandfather would just write his write his grandkids a check for like a thousand dollars. He was a dentist, and he was a dentist, a retired colonel in the in the army, um, drawing social security, and had no debt. Wow. <laughs> that's a perfect storm of gift giving. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a perfect holiday storm. Let's just go cash it, everybody. Yes. We'll see. And he owned his car outright. He owned both his cars outright. He owned his house. He didn't use credit cards. He just paid cash for everything. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, like, if, you know, someone... And he was drawing three different retirements. Well, someone who's just, like, you know, chilling like that and doesn't necessarily have, like, expensive tastes or anything should never feel guilty about, like, you know, getting good gifts because it's like, they want you to. That's how they get their enjoyment. That's yeah, how they yeah. invest their money is seeing their loved the ones thing was enjoy. He, the thing was, he didn't know what to get his grandkids, so he just gave him money. Um, <laughs> right, because they know what they want. Yeah. Well, see, and, and that's that's the other part about, you know, right now being the most the most affluent member of my family um, is, yeah, whatever I want, okay, I'll go get. <laughs> you know, and, and it's like, yeah. it really does make gift giving hard, but by the same token, it makes... It's really easy for me to go. Oh, they want what now? Right. <laughs> you, you know, that's but, why every uh, every year around this time I stop buying things for myself. Right, right. And start just adding it to a list of things that I would kind of like to get because my because my family we're really big into gift giving. 
Yeah. Um, we like to give gifts. So we want to. So I don't want to. I, I, I don't want to have the thing that happened that one year where somebody. Where, where I can't remember who got what for whom, but somebody got something for somebody and they already had it. Yeah. Right. And that's just. That, that is simultaneously awkward and happy because at least you know they really wanted it in the first place because they bought it for their own, for their own damn selves. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. My sister had to tell me flat out not to buy something for myself this year because somebody might be getting it for me already. I almost... <laughs> I, I will say this. I almost asked my brother last night if anybody was going to get me Secret Hitler for Christmas, um, which is a board game. <laughs> no, we've been keeping them frozen for years. And it just gets passed on person to person. It's, uh, I was, it's I, yeah, and I almost asked if someone was going to get me Secret Hitler for Christmas. So I was like, you know what? I can wait three weeks before I buy myself a copy of Secret Hitler. Right, right. Yeah. It wouldn't be a secret. Yeah, yeah. They told you. Well, besides, when she goes on sale after that, <laughs> everything goes on sale. After so my parents don't approve of half the stuff I'm into, so I know they would never buy half the stuff I buy. <laughs> right. We'll see. And. Um, Man, we've gone down a rabbit hole of gift giving, which is not a bad rabbit hole to go down. No, it's right. a surprisingly uh, germane one. For yes. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I've, I don't know. I've always, um, of course, again, I grew up in an era where when my parents would buy me books, it was it was classics like uh, James Mishner's. Uh, was it? Uh, did Mishner do Space? Yeah, and then uh, uh, co- uh, uh, Contact. Uh, yeah, those were. Big, heavy, hardbound books that would just, mm-hmm. for, you know, for me was, you know, awesome. Um, but then again, I also grew up in an era, in an era when G.I. Joe was 12 inches tall and yeah. didn't have his own cartoon show. <laughs> uh, the good old days where, where they weren't microscopic. Right, you know, or in any Star Wars figure. <laughs> they didn't have that strong kung fu grip. Actually, they did have the kung fu grip. That was the coolest part. They had to get they had to get recalled because their kung fu grip was a choking hazard. Uh. (laughs) No, actually, the kung fu grip. The worst thing about the kung fu grip is they is eventually uh, at the inside where the fingers would uh, would 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 flex. Yeah, the painted uh, slough off. No, they would actually start breaking. Oh goodness! Yeah, the fingers eventually just fall right off. Um, Goodness gracious! Yeah, that's about as child friendly as lawn darts. Well, hey, no, it wasn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we used to uh, make chicken with those. <laughs> no wonder they rotisserie yeah. uh, chicken. Am I right? <laughs> but they, uh, um, but yeah, my parents would get me, you know, would get me some of the action action uh, sets with those. I mean, when when the action play set was as tall as I was, yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I think you were like, yeah. <laughs> and his voice developed surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> six, six years old. Was. He's like a Kool-Aid man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, parents, my parents tried. Mm-hmm. Uh, they knew I was into Transformers, and they bought me a lot of GoBots <laughs> because they were cheaper. Right. What's wrong with and GoBots? Nothing was wrong with GoBots except for that a long time. for a long time, the characters that I was playing with as a kid, I thought were actually part of Transformers. <laughs> because I didn't have a lot of access to the show. You're, got, you're like, guys, I know Santa Claus isn't real, but this is a travesty. <laughs> I have been fed lies about the, the lineup of Transformers. Well, I, see, my parents, <laughs> my parents were clever. They would always leave out the, uh, the uh, Sears Christmas catalog. So then you could read it and be like, 
Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. I yeah. I look at all the things that I, you know, I couldn't have, and um, but then they, they would. Uh, were they were they careful I to remove the section with the women modeling underwear? <laughs> because I was like pre internet, pre television. I was like, I was like okay. eight or nine. I didn't even, you know, you, have, like, to, you have to specify. It wasn't what really pre television. Television's been around well, for not a long ass time. I mean, yeah. pre internet, <laughs> uh, but uh, pre cable. Um, yeah, that's yeah. basically what I meant. But yeah, no, it was uh, pre pay per view. But they would just go back, go to because I would always earmark the pages for my favorite stuff, so I didn't <laughs> yeah. have to search through, you know. And so they would go and look, and then I invariably ended up looking at night vision goggles when I was a child for some reason. I was obsessed with night vision goggles. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> you, I had, had no use for night vision goggles. <laughs> I was I ten. <laughs> I snuck around the house so much at night. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, but then you run the risk of somebody being like, "What's going on?" Turning on the light and blinding you forever. Because <laughs> right. you know these were night vision goggles when you know you could so, actually end up being blinded. <laughs> so I, you know, I know during Christmas we traveled a lot. Mm-hmm. We always. Um, I'm gonna get a little bit maudlin and sad now. Um, we used to travel a lot for for Christmas too. Um, visit my. Grandma and Grandpa Cordray lived in Kansas City. My grandfather, um, my uh, my mom, my mom's dad, um, lived in uh, about an hour an hour north. Um, but after people died, I'm gonna have to bleep out twice because that's my mother. And that's Nobody like, would have known that. <laughs> yes, they would have. It was my. Mm, um, yeah, it's gonna. You're, you're gonna hear two bleeps. No, I always no, love. No, I, you, you you have now heard two bleeps. Yes, at this point <laughs> you have heard two bleeps. I actually always love uh, having an excuse to bleep something out on these because we swear a lot. <laughs> uh, so I always I always do kind of want an, I I always I really want an excuse to bleep more things because then it's be like. You bleep well, the cuss words? What the hell are they bleeping? It's so mysterious. I must listen. You're right. <laughs> Your grandpa <laughs> what? <laughs> but yeah, um, when grandpa died, and that's three bleeps now, um, we just stopped traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, my my dad's dad had moved to Albuquerque at that point. Um, so we weren't driving all the way out to Albuquerque or catching a, or, or you know catching a red eye flying or fly, flying because pff, that's a, that's not a thing that's cheap to do in Christmas, um, <laughs> and we were still relatively uh, not not non affluent right. at that time, um, and yeah, I, I really kind of miss those road trips. Yeah. Where, you know, we didn't have... This was the, our road trips before Game Boys, and... <laughs> so we would play games like, uh, like Yellow Car, and... Uh, Slugbug. And, well, Slugbug, but no, Yellow Car is a fun game where all you have to do is point out the yellow cars. You get a point if you're the first person that notices the yellow car. Uh, with, the, uh, with the added rule that, uh, the, that the car has to be in motion, and if you ever see a, a, a yellow RV... While it is in motion, you win the game forever. <laughs> Did anyone ever win the game forever? My friend Justin um, 
nearly did, but he found a parked yellow RV, so it wasn't uh, moving. <laughs> so close, and yet so far. I know, right? Right, just do a park and wait. The most traveling we ever did, um, it was only while we were living in California, we would travel up to my grandparents. It was like a two-hour drive. Don't let me forget to bleep out my mother's maiden name, <clears> by the way. Uh, Mount Shasta, where I was born, like one of the most beautiful parts of California. You probably just do that tonight. Uh... We would go there virtually every Christmas. Taking over the time. Uh, round 35. Thanks. Yeah. Mount Shasta, <laughs> California is... Yeah, California is a beautiful country, yeah. too. Yes, it is. Especially once you get north of Sacramento. Yeah, especially <laughs> yeah, northern California. And now I'm super echoey and weird. <laughs> um, oh, which Star Trek movie was it? One of the bad ones, probably. <laughs> you can't remember, yeah. No, it's one of the ones with Picard. Insurrection. Uh, so, one of the bad so one of the bad ones. <laughs> I liked it. There's a scene with this huge lake that Data walks into. That's Shasta Lake. Um, it's like the, uh, the only untouched lake still in California. It's where they um, bottled uh, Shasta Cola. <clears throat> yeah, I was gonna say, um, and it's cold. Like you can tell when you see terrible going into and out of it. His clothing is thicker than normal because of how <laughs> cold that water is. <laughs> <laughs> did a, a wetsuit in here. Yeah. <laughs> we used to uh, we would travel. See my and, and I think I had this perfect storm uh, with my parents because my mom worked for the school district. Uh, so she would have off almost exactly the same times I did. Right. And my dad worked for the civil service out in Corpus Christi Army Depot. Um, so, uh, especially when he got into the civil engineering program. And uh, so we would have every holiday off. Um, and then, you know, by then my, grand, my grandparents were both, you know, both sets of grandparents were retired. Um, and it was, you know... So we would we would be able to go up. Uh, we'd usually travel from Corpus Christi to San Angelo, um, and um, we would uh, you go up to my grandparents on Thanksgiving and at Christmas, or we would go to my dad's parents uh, there in, in uh, Corpus Christi, and going from South Texas to Central Texas, you know, very big difference in in. What, especially during the winter, you know everything was tan, um, but you know not that different than during the summer. It's all beige, anyways. Um, but you know we would spend the evenings there around the t- around the table, uh, playing dominoes or uh, you know or card games. I would go to my grandmother's house in Corpus Christi. Uh, she had a one drawer that was just full of toys for the kids. And hmm. I would have my cousins there with me, my younger cousins. We we'd spend most of the night either playing there, you know, out in the in the uh, in what should have been the dining room, um, or we would spend it in my grandmother uh, my grandmother Reader's library. Oh, no, she had a great library. <laughs> but yeah, I always remember spending those holidays away from home. With family, with you know, folks that I haven't seen, it was. And now, you know, it's like, sometime I'd like to go back down there, but no, <laughs> not really. <laughs> so we spent it usually with a lot of family, but when it came to kids, there's like 
my older sister is like a year and a half older than me, and then my younger sister is about two years younger, and then the next oldest kid, our oldest cousin, was ten years younger than me. Wow. And we had about eight plus cousins. So it was, it was pretty much the same kids I was always playing with. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. man, I need to get but buddy mics. My, you are always quiet, looking. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm By the way, something I want for Christmas: someone to pledge to us on Patreon, so I can maybe afford to get some better, some, some better friggin' equipment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My my grandparents made up for it with the fact that they had a uh, classic Atari that. It still works to this day. Oh, very She's, nice. My grandmother still has it. Oh, very nice. It's a random thought. Um, I didn't get to earlier when we were talking about candy and snacks. Um, I always loved as a kid those little, uh, those like Hershey's cane, plastic cane tube oh, yeah. things where you have like Hershey's mm-hmm. Kisses and M&M's and all those other various candies in there. It was always fun. My brother yeah. and I would, yeah. would uh, eat, the, eat them pretty quickly and get hot up on the Then sword fight with the canes. Sword fight, yeah, obviously. Yeah. And sometimes always sword fight with the sometimes canes. remove the handles and fling them at one another, like someone flinging a gun at Superman, which I don't understand because you just shot with a bunch of bullets. What is a gun gonna do? But they were my batterings. <laughs> yeah, oh. batterings. I like that. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, one of my I'm best Christmas memories um, one year um, was. Uh, <laughs> I got a flashy. I got out a flashy blue light stick thing. Oh man, that's seizure-inducing. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it really was at uh, at Halloween pub crawl when like an entire bar had that these and that was all that was that, that place uh, was being fucking. Uh, that would drive me insane. So one Christmas and you were drunk. <laughs> uh, yeah, one Christmas I uh, um, I took advantage of the buttload of boxes that showed up afterwards. Yeah. And I built a gigantic robot. I took I took boxes, cut the cut them in half, and and, and made you know made them the big legs and the arms and the body, and then uh, you know put that control room in the head. It was it was amazing. It was taller than I was. Now I'm picturing that like creepy fox football robot that always shows up on the promos. <laughs> this, this, was, this was more like this was more like uh, Red Run and you know all boxy. Oh, yeah. Of course, it was all boxy. <laughs> yes, but uh, it's a good adjective to describe a large number of boxes. Boxing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Surprised that wasn't a Boxing Day related uh, adventure. Yeah. Well, I didn't uh, make it the day after Christmas. So <laughs> hey, there you go. Boxing Day. Boxing Day. Living up to the name. Well played. Well so yeah, of course it was also during during my you know giant robot phase. Anyways, so, so that was like my, my any any cat that I had. It was always its favorite part of Christmas was all the empty boxes. All the yeah. empty boxes. I would have cats that would literally hop from one box to another. <laughs> another great another great sword fighting is, uh, implement would be the cardboard tubes. Cardboard tubes, especially yes. the really oh, solid ones yeah. that, don't, yeah. that don't crumple. Oh man, yeah. I so cheated. Good. I would cut a couple of them. And overlap them and stick them inside of another. Yeah. Yeah. To make them even tougher. <laughs> yeah. And not tell my sisters. How are you hitting so hard? <laughs> yeah. Well, see, and and I was always a big believer uh, during my second marriage. We were always a big believer in Christmas for cats. So our cats would also have their stockings. So they would have their. They would... True enough. Actually, my family still does like. Last year, uh, my parents just got a new cat, and they got the cat uh, Christmas presents. 
Yeah. I've thought about doing a stocking for Freya, but she's spoiled enough. Yeah. <laughs> Not according to her, I'm sure. No. Uh, <laughs> no. I gotta say, last Christmas, the, the absolute definite winners, the winner was my nephew, Kalen, got uh, Christmas presents. He got a copy of, uh, of Go the Fuck to Sleep. Oh, nice. <laughs> and its follow-up book, you have to fucking eat. <laughs> now I would like the audiobook by Samuel Jackson. It's, it oh, exists. Yeah. It exi- it, no, it actually does exist. Yeah. Oh no, I, I know. That's why I'm saying. I need, I to, get, I need to get that. Thing. <laughs> actually, directly on YouTube for my yeah. uh, for my uh, for, for my uh, stepkids. That um, and that would be hilarious. Um, although I know mom, I mean. my mom was reading. My mom is. She does not swear. <laughs> at all. She tuts disapprovingly when people in her family swears. <laughs> I'm, would, will, I'm kind of willing to bet she stopped listening to this podcast because of how much I swear in it. <laughs> if not, I love you, Mama. Um, Who loves you, baby? <laughs> but... It was so amazing just watching her sitting there reading the books to herself because she was dying on every page. Oh, that's another quick branch uh, uh, we could do his favorite Christmas book. And that's kind of a com- combination for me as book and tradition is my dad would read, uh, read us the Polar Express. Mm. And that had some of the most beautiful art I've ever seen. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just really gorgeous. I'd kind of like to go last on this because this is one of my major fam- family holiday traditions. So, Wookie, do you All have right. anything? I don't remember the name of it. It was a parody of The Night Before Christmas. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> it was <laughs> hilarious and a little morbid. but <laughs> Was it Calvin and Hobbes' uh, parody of The Night no, Before Christmas? No, I, I have no idea what it was called. It didn't even have any art to it. Mm. Ben? Um, we would occasionally read it was the night before Christmas, um, but usually our, you know, favorite Christmas tradition, waking up Christmas morning. Yeah. Now, this is actually, uh, this is something I, I did want to talk about uh, at a certain amount of length. Um, this is actually the biggest holiday tradition. We, my family didn't really have Christmas movies that we would watch all together or things along those lines. But Christmas Eve or whatever day we were using as Christmas Eve, if we couldn't get together all on Christmas, you know, all on, on that actual day, uh, would be the day that we would light the tree for the first time. Also the day we decorated the tree. Uh, usually, by, usually while listening to, uh, like, Mannheim Steamroller and Trans-Siberian Orchestra. And Those are the exact albums that we always listen to. Uh, <laughs> And Brave Combo's It's Christmas Man, which I think I, you probably have never heard of because I've never heard of anyone who's heard of Brave Combo. Nope. Let alone their Christmas album. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Very specific reference. Um, although I've seen it in advertisements a couple times, but it, uh, I digress. But then we would sing carols, and then there would be the readings. Um, um, reading... Uh, Readings from uh, the Gospel of Mark and, Go- and uh, Gospel of Luke, um, and then reading from all from one book, uh, which was called uh, the Christmas Treasury, which had a number of short stories, poems, essays, articles, etc. on Christmas. 
Um, and there are three short stories slash poems that always get read. Um, and usually a couple others. Sometimes we'll read like Gift of the Match Eye or um, the, the Christmas chapter from Wind in the Willows, which is in there too. Uh, but the three that always get read are, I always read Crisp New Bills for Mr. Teal, which was a short story that was published in the New, in the New Yorker in the 20s, uh, which is about this guy named Clement Teagle who, uh, who goes around and just he becomes the luckiest man in the world on Christmas. He ends up with... Um, he everyone just wishes him a Merry Christmas as hard as possible. Uh, he gets, I want to say, like three or four hundred dollars cash. This is the twenties, right? That's uh, <laughs> enough to live off of here. He gets his entire year, previous year's tax uh, taxes refunded to him from the IRS because they wanted to wish him a Merry Christmas. Because the IRS wanted to wish him a Merry Christmas. He gets a giant emerald from Tiffany's. Um, <laughs> really wanted to wish him a Merry Christmas. Yeah. Um, well, no, he, he went to buy it for his wife because he was, he was a well-to-do New Yorker. Um, and he was about to pay for it. And they're like, no, no, you're not, we're not going to make you pay for it because it's Christmas and by golly, you are Clement Teagle. Uh, <laughs> Um, and it, 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 it's a story that just gets uh, progressively and progressively ludicrous, and I love it to death. Um, and then my brother always reads How Santa Claus Came to Simpson's Bar, which is this horribly depressing and moving and happy um, thing about a cowboy who goes to get some very meager presents for this kid in a gold rush town. Um, and dies and, and, and potentially dies in the process. It's left slightly ambiguous um, because he gets shot by, by highwaymen and has to cross a flooded river. Uh, and it's really moving. Um, and then the Revenant Christmas edition. My dad always ends by reading Ogden Nash's The Christmas That Almost Wasn't, which is this big, long, epic lyric poem about, um, about, well, saving Christmas, um, <laughs> in the, in the far-off land of, uh, of, uh, let's see, of Lullapat, actually, um, when King Oldwin was the king, and how this child named Nicholas Nock goes and wakes and wakens King Wenceslaus as for one final uh, for one final crusade to save Christmas. Um, the rallying cry was, "We did it for the lols." <laughs> uh, not really, no. The for, Yules for Christmas. Did it for the Yules. Um, well, it sounded a lot like lols, as a being punny. Okay, but. Um, <laughs> King, you mean from King Wenceslaus? No, the earlier thing I said. Okay, I've. Oh, Lola Patience. Yes. <laughs> um, I didn't have a very good opening. Yeah, no, that's fair. I, <laughs> um, but that's but but the thing is, it's always done just by the barest minimum amount of light necessary to read by, and then the tree. Um. If the tree isn't providing enough light. Some people have Christmas lists. You have a reading list. Yeah. Right. And I hardly, I hardly recommend 
going out and picking out picking up a copy of uh, the Christmas Treasury. Um, I am not being paid to say that, although if whoever publishes it uh, would like to, um, we have a Patreon. Uh, <laughs> you can just do a one-time done away with affiliate links in Missouri. You can just do a one-time donation by pledging once and then immediately ending your your pledge because when you pledge the first time, it immediately pays us. So, uh, <laughs> now, so you mentioned decorating the tree. We would do that sometime after Thanksgiving. My favorite part was always the tinsel. Uh, we did away with tinsel because cats would eat it. And then poop it out. <clears throat> and that was the most disgusting poops ever. Yeah. And, and, we, and would sometimes get stuck in their the body. got a trailer. Yeah, yeah. you have to pull it out. That's about the sound the cat made. And that is part of why I have a phobia about poop. Um, See, so we had dogs, um, and we'd always keep the and they for you know usually left the, the tree alone. Our cats now, um, but yeah, decorating the tree. Um, now it's like the Christmas fairy because my girlfriend loves doing the tree. So sometime after Thanksgiving, the tree just magically appears. Magically appears. <laughs> this year our theme is a steampunk Christmas. Very nice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we uh, my family did away with the tinsel because it was just a giant pain in the butt. And we we're like, you know what? We're not really enjoying this anymore, so we're skipping the tinsel. Just adding I'm, more <laughs> decorations. I'm half tempted to get. I mean, we don't have a good Christmas tree topper anymore. We always had a crappy one that I made when, when I was four. Um, but, but you made it when you were four, and that was the important part. Yeah, that was in fact the important right. part. But then it got mildew on it because it was a pa- made out of a paper plate and. Um, yeah, I had a paper mache uh, decoration made when I was around four, and that went the way the dodo as yeah, well. Yeah, it, it died pretty quick. It had um, a good run, though. Last year, last my tree topper time. was Groot. The year before that, it was Emperor Palpatine. Well, I'm thinking maybe <laughs> of trying to get this year, like, uh, I'm thinking maybe of trying to get, of, of getting, like, a TARDIS uh, tree topper, because everyone in my family loves Doctor Who, so. And you didn't hear that, my family. You didn't hear anything. Although I've been actually, it's been admitted to me that almost no one in my family actually listens to this thing anymore. Make me feel sad. <laughs> so one year, my parents um, had a had the brilliant idea uh, to keep me in my bedroom because you couldn't be out while Santa Claus was there. Otherwise, he wouldn't leave. Your phone's presents. ringing and it is buzzing the microphone there. <laughs> um. But uh, above the tower. But uh, anyways, um, so to make sure that I stayed in my room, um, they went out of, outside my window with a bunch of jingle bells <laughs> and rang them, and I was stuck to my window trying to see Santa Claus coming or going. And we lived in, the, in San Antonio at the time, <laughs> in Lackland Air Force Base. <laughs> <laughs> that's that, that's that's clever. I like that. <laughs> so I kept on swearing I was seeing Santa Claus. Didn't come out of my room all night. Didn't sleep all night either. <laughs> like, watch out for the anti-aircraft, Santa. <laughs> you see, you see, back back when we when we maintain still maintain the charade of Santa Claus. And yes, I'm sorry, everyone who listens to this. And is able to put up with the swearing, and uh, and other uh, rather explicit material. Miscellaneous uh, caveats. Yeah, um, Santa isn't real. What? Spoiler I know. <laughs> um, but back when our family uh, maintained the charade of Santa Claus, um, the standard rule was 
Santa Claus couldn't come to the house until everyone was asleep. Because he can see when you're because he can see you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. <laughs> it's pretty creepy if you ask me. Yes, it's yeah. entirely yeah. creepy if you think about if you if you take any time to think about the Santa Claus mythos of how he knows whether you've been bad or good. Um, yeah. In any case, <laughs> Santa Claus is the NSA. <laughs> Santa Claus is Big Brother. In any case, um, difference so, is he gives you things yeah. and take things from you. Since since he can tell when you're asleep. If you weren't asleep, Santa wouldn't come. So you had to go to bed, and you had to be asleep. Because otherwise, Santa wouldn't show up. <clears throat> we were manipulative. I feel sorry for a kid that had insomnia, and he felt like he's ruining Christmas for his entire family. That happened See, to be traumatic. That, that would have been me if I believed in it, because I almost <clears throat> never slept for long. Yeah. It, I always took a while to go to sleep and then didn't say sleep long in general. Well, that's the thing. You only have to be asleep for a moment. True, <laughs> true. My parents were smart. They would they would keep me up. They would get me up early on Christmas Eve. And keep you from taking a nap or something? Yeah, and not let me nap. Yeah. And, and, and keep me up as late as possible on Christmas Eve. <laughs> To the point so that you were just, so I was just, <laughs> I was self bedtiming. Yeah, yeah. like, it's my bedtime. If my parents had tried the bell thing like yours did, mm -hmm. my parents knew better because I would actually go outside trying to see him. You know, and I thought of that, but then I realized that, you know, he was going to be in the living room. But also, you know, I tried to, s there was plenty of things in the sky. You know, I'm looking, I'm, I'm near a major Air Force base, right. <laughs> you know. You were probably it, seeing the takeoff of some things that you weren't supposed to be seeing. Oh, by the way, uh, well, that reminds me, not, another, another interesting... Um, Those that take off from, you know, the middle of Nevada. Right. Yeah, yeah. Another interesting <laughs> or, Christmas... You know, uh, an ocean <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. Christmas tradition that is uh, not, not a personal one, but just a, a general one, uh, is that NORAD tra tracks Santa's sleigh yeah. every year. Yeah. A lot of people don't know about this, but they do it. Yep. Yeah, the NORAD yeah. Santa Tracker. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's a thing you can you can go online or I actually, turn on TV I actually or try to I actually try to follow that every year just because yeah. it's kind of interesting. Yeah. It's funny. How fast he would have to be going. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to say in order to to in order to literally visit every every, every uh, house in on the world in the same night. Even accepting for time zones on the international date, date line, he still has to move like I want to say like eight tenths the speed of light. <laughs> I thought it was actually multiples of the speed of light. Maybe I'm crazy, but I I think let's ask I think, the internet. I think Santa actually is stops time. I, I actually I think Santa uses quantum superpositioning where he's in more than one place at a time. Yep. <laughs> you know, so he's like the Flash. No, not so much that because the well, flash, Godspeed anyway. Wally was able to do that. He could go fast enough that there were multiples of him. But I guess um, Reverse Flash did then. Yeah, but that was because he was he was actually time traveling. Anyway, Santa. Looking mm, <laughs> after images of himself. It gets complicated. Um, fast. <laughs> yeah. No pun intended. So, so I think it's just like according to the physics of Santa. <laughs> Um, Santa's sleigh has right. to be moving at 650 miles per second, 3,000 times the speed of sound, but not quite the speed of light. Not quite the speed of light. <laughs> but you're you're in the ballpark. Yeah. Okay. I said ho ho ho! It's sonic boom. <laughs> sonic boom. <laughs> Air Force base callback. Right. Dun, 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 dun. 
That theme goes with everything, including Christmas. So many memories, you know, you have so many memories of Christmas because it's everything done at one time of year, and you're out of school. And yeah. all, and and frequently, even, and and frequently, the family is together. Right. Um. Yeah. And and even coming from a family with an alcoholic, my dad, I was in luck. My dad was a binge drinker as opposed to a continuous drunk. Mm-hmm. So we didn't get the you know we didn't get the drunk relative at Christmas. Um, you know, we didn't get the drunk relative at Christmas at Christmas until after everyone in my family got got to drinking age and <laughs> then developed and then occasionally would have the uh, the the some sort of Christmas themed drinking contest. <laughs> now we now one of my worst memories of Christmas mm. or I guess most difficult one was when I was in the Air Force and my mom decided my mom and uh, stepdad decided to go up to. Uh, Oklahoma uh, for Christmas. Now at the time, I had this cheap ass car. Uh, someone had broken out one of the windows. Um, so basically, I was driving in freezing cold with no windows um, and you know on dark highways with nothing but my you know my heater and my gloves and I have to stop like every 50 miles or so to find a place to go in and actually warm up so I didn't get frostbite that wow. sounds horrible yeah that was that was a one tough drive you couldn't have put plastic over the <clears throat> broken window or something um, I did have plastic over the broken window but it would keep falling down into the into the because the what they had done in order to get into the car um, was break the window out. I was trying to get, and somehow it had broken the uh, the locking mechanism. And to get to the locking mechanism, I had to pry the pry the window part open, and, and yeah, just, yeah it, door didn't open. It was it was a piece of shit. <laughs> Yay, so, uh, piece of shit cars. Yeah, I had a fun thing where I had to take my I had to get my car fixed just this time last week, actually. <laughs> You uh, freezing your butt off kind of segues into a, a fun memory of uh, of mine when had a snow day at school and uh, some friends and I basically recreated the um, Battle of Hoth trench because there was just tons of snow and we were like sh- we we were we were helping shovel anyway so we had the shovel standing so we're like hmm and we just kind of like made as we did the shoveling then just segued over and just made a full-on trench and we we stacked up like ammo as it were with like snowballs and just reserves of snow and stuff and that was pretty fun having like a little firing line and stuff it's pretty yeah. cool we used to after because uh, of course Christy no snow <laughs> snow was this miraculous thing that happened everywhere else what's um, snow right. in Mount Shasta we would usually have about five feet yeah we at Christmas yeah no so we lost after, my older sister she's wearing a white snow cap and she just takes one step off the porch <laughs> <laughs> so what we would do is after Christmas uh, back in the day. Uh, we would go and uh, we would go get Christmas trees that people threw out and make ourselves a Christmas tree fort. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> of course, one year my dad and I, we'd just gotten land um, and we were trying to clear it out. And my dad, you know, it's coming up on August, we've got all these pine trees. And my mom's like, yeah, let's get this guy. I says, no, wait, let, let, let's wait a couple months on this. So 
right after Thanksgiving, we go up, and he's been selling, unbeknownst to my mom, he's been telling people, hey, you want a Christmas tree? I've got, we'll have one for you for 20 bucks right after Thanksgiving. <laughs> and he'd been taking orders. <laughs> and we went up, and with a chainsaw, uh, he borrowed a trailer, hooked to the back of the truck, and we went up with a chainsaw and, and gloves and, and basically harvested like 40 Christmas trees. Very nice. Came home, laid them all out in the front yard. People said, best Christmas ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, would, I should say, 40 trees, 20 trees a pop. That's uh, yeah. That's some money. <laughs> that's, yeah. We were we had, him, we had him stuck in the back of the truck, on the, in the trailer. We smelled of pine sap. <laughs> Our hands didn't stop sticking to crap for days. It was, it was, it was a great Christmas. <laughs> Another uh, Star Wars holiday-related memory was uh, having my mind blown by Rebel Assault. <laughs> like, oh, oh, oh my gosh, this voice acting, the, the, the FMV is so advanced, this is so crazy. And uh, we had, we had a uh, joystick that went perfect with it, so we'd, uh, we'd take turns and you know, get stuck on these like, really difficult like, maneuvering levels where you had to like, shift around really quickly and... The training level is actually like a callback to the Luke's line about Beggar's Canyon. Do you have a little, you like pilot a shuttle and like just kind of navigate all these little like uh, hazards and, and stuff and tight spots. And that was, that was fun. Um, just kind of gathering around and taking turns after we inevitably crash. Right. <laughs> Probably my second favorite, other than the night that I was up with my sisters all night. Second favorite. Christmas morning, I woke up to do 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 do. The original NES is in, I think it was 91 uh, that we got it. Yeah. I think I was about eight. <sighs> but I got up at like five in the morning hearing that because they left it on with the demo running. <laughs> and I got up and I just started playing. And it was like 6 30 before anybody else got up. At it, almost gotten it beat. <laughs> Where are we uh, we got Mega Man three that way. <clears throat> By the way, to give you an idea of how dated um, Rebel Saw was, release date November nineteen ninety three, and looking at the box uh, the box cover, which I still remember the box art. This was back when PC games came in big boxes. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I mean big boxes. <laughs> yeah, and we had a nice little. I really like, kind of wish they still did. Yeah, yeah. Those there's some nostalgia there, and having the like row of large boxes and admiring the collection. Yeah, <laughs> big right. instruction manuals too. Nice and meaty instruction manuals. Anyway, on the box art it says uh, an original action arcade game for CD-ROM. <laughs> there's just such a clunky CD-ROM. CD-ROM. <clears throat> yeah, which at the ask time, your parents, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Very impressive. It's it's when they make it on when it's when they release games on discs and diskettes. Launched it in MS DOS. I keep meaning to buy to see if I can find like a bunch I could of old floppies that I could like buy just to use as coasters. (laughs) I remember playing uh, Where in the World is Carmen San Diego in the five point oh floppies. Oh yeah. That was awesome. That was I remember playing I remember uh Indiana Jones and Last Crusade. I remember playing (laughs) Civilization two, um and because we didn't have much in terms of a hard drive, we had to save our game. And we used floppy disks. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, you could save your game. Your entire Civ 2 game. Civ 2 was yeah. massive. 
But you could save your game on a floppy disk. It's like that scene in The Matrix where he's like installing all the programs and Neo only uh, their floppies and CDs. Mm-hmm. Well, they're they're <laughs> they're mini discs. That's a completely different technology. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, PlayStation uh, so, tried that a little bit. Do we have anything else, gentlemen? Well, as he was talking about things being dated. I was trying to figure out when the original X-wing toy um, came out because that was my big Christmas. Oh, nice! Yeah, nice. Uh, running around in the backyard with the X-wing toy, deploy you know, uh, deploying S foils. Did that come <laughs> out the Christmas uh, after the first movie came out? I think so. It was like nineteen seventy-seven, seventy-eight. Mm-hmm. It was just like yeah, running around the backyard, you know, being Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Oh man, that reminds me of the. Sorry. Yeah. So, well, when you say S-Foils, it only reminds me of uh, the N64 game uh, Rogue Squadron. Mm-hmm. I love Rogue Squadron. Great game. And there's this, and there's this section. Uh, there's this mission. It's the only mission where they say, lock S-Foils in attack position. Yeah. And the thing is, if you want to do the fast clear of that game, of that no. level, <laughs> you immediately close your S-Foils so you move faster. <laughs> I did that for the, uh, the trench run. To get the speed bonus on it, I hadn't even thought of trying to do it on the trench run because you have to it's blow hard. so you have to blow so many things up in the trench run. <sighs> and then of course the battery in my in my uh, cartridge died, and now it doesn't save games. Ah, just a year after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Rogue Squadron. I w- great game. I'm wanting them to make another one. They did. I mean, for modern system. Oh, yeah. well, they had Rogue Leader for GameCube. That's about it's as recent as we get, system. I think. <laughs> They've had, I, I, I want to say that that might see something on digital console. In any case, um, happy holidays to everyone again um, from all of us here at Working Theory Productions Geek Anthology. This has been Neil. The festive Ben. Merry Mike. And Wookie. And we wish you a very happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Yule. Happy Festivus. Happy all the other things that I don't really want to go over listening to. Happy Life Day. (laughs) That's next week. (laughs) Next week on Geek Anthology. Yes, indeed. This podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by the letter U and the number 48. Ending theme is March of the Mind by Kevin McLeod. If you enjoyed this podcast or know someone who would, please consider sharing it on your social media, sending us an email, or leaving us a comment. We read all of them. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash working theory. A final thought. Merry Christmas!